Today is the octave day of the Nativity of our Lord and Savior, the long-awaited Messiah and the Redeemer, the fulfillment of the Father's promise spoken to Abraham and his descendants, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. With today's celebration of the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, the Church provides us with the opportunity to reflect on Mary's divine motherhood and so contemplate the mystery of her Son, Jesus Christ. While the Blessed Virgin Mary is the mother of Jesus, she is truly the mother of God, as defined by and attested to the magisterium and sacred tradition. She is likewise mother of the Church and our mother, who gives her son Jesus the word made flesh to us for our salvation and our sanctification. In the introit, we sang, Hail, Holy Mother, who gave birth to the King, who rules both heaven and earth forever, rightly locating this feast in its proper relationship with Jesus Christ. Following the Kyrie and the Gloria, the Collect continued our prayer to God through the fruitful virginity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, who bestowed on the human race the grace of eternal salvation in the one who makes visible the face of God with his love, compassion, mercy, and fidelity. As our mother, we can entrust all our cares, our joys and happiness, fears and sorrows, our hurts, doubts, questions, trials and agonies, indeed, our entire lives to her, asking her to intercede for us, presenting them to God the Most High and to pray for us now and at the hour of our death. By turning our gaze toward Mary, who teaches us to keep our gaze steadfastly and resolutely fixed on Jesus, doing whatever he asks and tells us to do, we learn to abandon ourselves into the hands of his divine will as we pray, Thy kingdom come. In her docility, obedience, faith, humility, and generous loving service, we have a model of faith, hope, and charity, as well as an exemplar who teaches us to emulate her virtues and spiritual dispositions in our relationships with God and with one another. He who was conceived as man by the Holy Spirit truly became her son according to the flesh, the Father's eternal Son, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, consubstantial with the Father, through whom all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the power of the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. At the Council of Ephesus in 431, refuting Nestorius and the Nestorian heresy, which taught that Jesus was 
possessed of two natures, that he existed as two persons, one human, the man Jesus, and one divine, the Son of God, rather than as one single unified person, Mary was posited and declared to be truly Mother of God, the God-bearer, speaking at the same time of the Blessed Virgin Mary and her Son, Jesus. This mystery was accomplished by the set will and design of God through Mary's election as the Ark of the Covenant and through her fiat to God's invitation to bring forth from her womb the co-eternal Word of God and Savior of the world. The mystery of the divine motherhood of Mary, the mother of the incarnate Word, as Pope St. John Paul II writes in his 1987 encyclical Redemptoris Mater, is for the Council Fathers of Ephesus and for the Church throughout the centuries like a seed and a seal upon the dogma of the Incarnation, in which the Word of God truly assumed human nature into his person while not canceling out his divine nature. This is who Jesus Christ is, the Word of God, begotten from all eternity, the author and source of life itself. He is God with us, promised through the prophets, who saves us from our sins. He is the Son of God, who, when the fullness of time had come, was born of the woman ransomed us that we might receive adoption as sons and daughters of God, as St. Paul proclaims in his letter to the Galatians. May Mary, the mother of God and our mother, guard, defend, protect, lead, and guide us to him whom she bore, the eternal God and Savior, Jesus Christ our Lord.